And so we rush sex. Have you ever had like, I don't know, a four day fuck fest or something? No, I haven't. (laughs) You were so quick with that. I thought you were going to say someone who like just rushed into sex and then it was bad. So I was going to say yes, but But I'm not. Both no. Unfortunately, I'd love to someday. One day. But please go on. So so I, I want to encourage you in 2021 to have a four day fuck fest. Welcome to Honey Do Me, a podcast that goes into the bedroom and beyond, hosted by Emma Norman and Cass Anderson. Here at Honey Do Me, we don't have all the answers, so we chat with experts, educators, and badass changemakers to get them. We are here to remind our listeners and ourselves that what we're going through is normal, that we are worthy of love and pleasure, and that we are all in this together. So tell us, honey, how do you do you? Horny devils, horn dogs, horn dogs, horn monsters. Um, uh, uh, what other ones? You know, uni- unicorns. You know, we are mind melding. How many more ways can we say horny? Mm, Hornosaurus Rex. Ooh, hornosaurs. Hornos. No, that sounds like a disease. <laughs> it does. That sounds like sounds a like sore. I have scabs. Yeah. <laughs> Well, today is not about scabs or anything. <laughs> or dinosaurs. Or, yeah. But it is about getting horny. Yeah. Because that's the only way that we can truly capture this episode with the lovely Susan Bratton. Yes. Intimacy expert. Um, just all around expert, I would say. <laughs> I think I would hire Suze to do just about anything in my life. Yeah. Any any advice I'd need? Any um, guidance? Parenting? <laughs> She's what you've been missing in your life. She. Okay. You have a problem? You should Suze. call Suze. <laughs> yeah. You need a salad dressing recipe? You're going to get it in this episode. Yeah. You just listen to this one with Suze. You'll also learn about throat gasms. <laughs> so if you don't understand the spectrum of things we cover when we say salad dressing to throat orgasms, like I don't know what else to say. There, it, This is a really hard one to introduce. You I know, know. We're struggling just a bit because it's so big it's and it's so, so beautiful mm-hmm. and you're going to learn so much. We went into it talking about libido. Uh-huh. That was our intention with this episode, and Susan made it so much more. So much better. And we are so grateful for that. Yeah, so we... we <laughs> I can't even <laughs> say what we cover. So we yeah, we went in with an idea of libido, and she just covers from A to Z of how to make your sex life fucking fantastic. Oh, my God. How to enjoy pleasure and orgasms and different types of sex acts like anything how to do them how, how to, to do, do the them sex how to ask for them the actual role play that you like a script she gives you scripts. oh my god if you've ever wondered like how do i be an amazing lover there's like four minutes in this episode that like if you just listen to that if that is the only thing you ever listen to on honey do me podcast you're good i know there is a, a four minute section in here that i told Cass i will give to all my future lovers yeah and they will have to do verbatim yeah because it's <laughs> in phenomenal. my life she's gonna give you words yes. to say like literally the words to say if you've ever wanted like a really good example of dirty talk specifically mm-hmm. cock worshiping dirty talk you're gonna get it yes i like i just don't think we should say anymore i no. think people are going to enjoy the shit out of this episode yeah and so you're so fucking welcome here's Suze. here's Suze. see you on the other side 
Okay, well, let's dive right in. I'm Susan Bratton, and my title is the best title in the world. I am the trusted hot sex advisor to millions, with a little kiss at the end. Uh, That's like standard in my title. It has to have the little kissy lips right at the end in the quotes. End quote before kissy lips, no way. And um, I, 15 years ago, my husband and I almost got divorced because I didn't want to have sex with him anymore. And I didn't want to have sex with him anymore because I basically, can I say the F word? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I fucked him for a decade and wasn't coming from the fucking. And I was like, I don't want to fuck anymore. So I would give him mercy sex, but he was super miserable. And I, I was, I have always been a horny girl. I have always liked sex. I have always wanted to have hot sex. If I'm not having hot sex, I am pouty 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 (laughs) but I was 45 years old and I wasn't I'd never had an orgasm from intercourse Mm -hmm. and I was like this is bullshit Mm -hmm. and you know what happens with women we think it's us oh my clit's too Mm -hmm. far away from my vagina or you know I'm just not the kind of woman who can have an orgasm from intercourse and I am here to tell you ladies and gentlemen and all (laughs) the people in the spread between those two things that everybody can have an orgasm from intercourse it's literally a learned skill And as soon as I started learning it, I was like, holy shit, I just need to tell everybody how to do this. Absolutely. (laughs) And that's when my husband and I literally quit our, you know, high paying Silicon Valley executive jobs and launched a company, Personal Life Media, to teach passionate lovemaking techniques. I transform having sex into making love. My brand is heart-connected, intimate, conscious, passionate sex. And so for 15 years, I've been publishing my own work. I've written 34 books. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I'm, I run a publishing company. I have a publishing house. It's my own imprimatur, personal life media. And books, audios, videos. I have a whole collection called the Steamy Sex Ed Video Collection of 200 tantric lovemaking techniques and you watch it and you're like how the hell did I never think of any of these like there's 200 on here and I've done three of them like what the fuck is wrong with me I thought I was good in bed and so it's you know it's really fun because what's great about sex is number one you can do it your whole life number two it's as good and nourishing for you as food it's important as your health it's the connection we all crave So basically, I published passionate lovemaking techniques and bedroom communication skills because I learned it's all well and good to know how to make a woman have a squirting orgasm. (laughs) But if you if she doesn't know how to say harder, faster, up, down, lower, it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. to stop right now. You know, like one of the number one things that women struggle with is I don't want to hurt his ego. And so I I was like, I got to fix that because Mm -hmm. I know that men want to do an incredible job. They want to give their partners just, you know, they just want to be winners. They, they're they up for a challenge <laughs> and they want to be winners. Mm-hmm. And they want to know what to do, but their testosterone brain tricks them into thinking they already know. Mm-hmm. Like you'll say to a guy, you know, I have this technique for how to give a woman a, a hug, the kind of hug she's been dying for her whole life. And he'll be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I already know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, fucking don't. No, you just fucking don't. Trust me. And they'll read it and they'll be like, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. And the wife will look at it and she'll be like, you don't do that at all. That is not what is happening. I've never had this. You know, so how do you get a guy to be like, tell me more, baby. How's yeah. this? Do you like it? How am I doing now? Like to get him to that, 
that's when she feels comfortable saying what she needs. And he is happy to have the information because he's now a winner instead of just the winner he thought he was in his mind. <laughs> and uh, that's called the Sexual Soulmate Pact, P-A-C-T. You can download that at sexualsoulmatepact.com. And it teaches you how to teach your guy to love your feedback, which gets your sex life on an upward pleasure spiral so you keep getting better and better in bed together instead of getting bored annoyed and getting rid of them yeah oh my gosh I mean the lord's work I feel like is what you're talking about and I love that you and your husband both were like this is such important work let's leave what the fuck we're Mm -hmm. doing and spread this message because this has obviously worked for us and now more people need to know and especially the point about communication like that's the hardest hurdle I feel like to overcome in a lot of different scenarios is how to communicate what it is you want whether it's sex life career whatever it can be scary It can be so scary. So I feel like all of those combined is the Lord's work. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's also so, so true, Cass, is that the, that women, there's a couple of things like we're so driven by our hormones. Like we're so estrogen dominant and the male, our male body partners is that if that's who we have. And by the way, I embrace the entire gender spectrum. I'm a very gender spectrum person myself. I mean, I am definitely a very feminine woman who loves to surrender in bed to a masculine sexual leader. As much as I love to make love with my female lovers, my girlfriends, and put on a giant strap on and have them ride me until they come like her. I mean, like, I'm really good at having the (laughs) masculine and the feminine and everything across it. So I just want to, whenever I talk about the male and female, when I talk about that, what I'm really saying is like, you know, testosterone dominance versus Mm -hmm. estrogen dominance. I don't even really care if your genitals match that. It's like, what hormone is driving you? Mm Because you're not in control, your hormones are. And when you are, um, when you're in like a partnership and the sex isn't great uh, and it's masculine, feminine, you Mm -hmm. know, a a man and a woman, a lot of times the guy's like, yeah, she's just really not into sex much. And the woman's like, yeah, I'm just really not in, I, I just, it's not really like, it's not really doing it for me. I guess it's my fault. And so they both blame her when it's equally both their issue. But the woman takes the blame. Same way when she can't come from intercourse, she's like, I guess I'm just not one of those kind of women who can. Or, you know, I don't really know what I want. I just know what I'm getting isn't it. So I don't want to make him feel bad by saying I don't like that if I can't tell him what to do. And Mm -hmm. here's the thing. We have incredible body wisdom. If you, if you empower yourself and give yourself permission to listen to your yoni, your, your pussy, your vulva, your female genitalia, you know, all those words are good. Um, when you listen to her, she knows, she really knows what she wants in the moment. Because as a female body owner, as a vulva owner, we, we live in these real big swings of libido, you know, where depending on where we are in our cycle, our monthly cycle, even after menopause, we are still lunar women. We are still the women who run with the wolves and howl at the moon, <laughs> you know? And so we know what we want. Some days we want 
we're kitties and we want you to hold us and stroke our fur and never go back against the grain and just stroke us and love us and be sweet <laughs> to us. And other days we're like ravenous, ravishing lionesses and we want to pounce you and have our way with you. And, you know, and poor guys, they're much more steady state. <laughs> so Testosterone is basically simple. just full speed ahead 24 <laughs> seven. It must get you confusing. Know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they need to be clued in, but they think they know. Right. And so you with the sexual soulmate pack, it's a trick. When you download the book, I'm not I'm not gonna ruin this prize because we want to cover a lot of surface area here, just like mm-hmm. sexuality has a lot of surface. It's vast. So mm-hmm. let's let's go on a long ride today. Yeah. <laughs> but if you have a situation where you don't think you know what you want, you do. I'll teach you how to know it. And I'll teach you how to tell your guy so that he loves. It's just like, tell me more. Tell me he's hungry to know what your body needs in every moment as it's changing. Oh, who can resist that? I'm sold. Yeah, <laughs> they sold me on that. Oh, my God. I know, wow. I know. Well, I feel like we should start from the super, super basic then. So, like, let's just define libido. Let's just okay, start good. there. And then, right. oh, my God, go into all the richness that you just described. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let's definitely talk about different kinds of orgasms. Let's talk okay. about orgasmic potential too, because yeah. I like to call myself an orgasmonaut, where Ooh. I'm just like Ooh. Sergeant whatever to Major Tom <laughs> out there in the you know Perseverance Mars landings of <laughs> orgasm. I'm I like to go out to the far, the nether reaches of orgasmic experience, and then come back and draw you the map so you can get there too, <laughs> because I think half of sex is understanding what's possible. And then once you know it, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm fucking doing that. Yeah. Like, let's go. Do, how do I squirt? How do I have a nippleogasm? How do I have, how do I have orgasms from deep throating? How do I even deep throat? You know, <laughs> like you can come from that. Like I should, that's oh like the title God. of my next book should be, you can you come, can from, come that? from that. Yeah. Cause that's what just popped into my <laughs> head. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you can come from this. I want to know. <laughs> you got to have all the comes. All the comes have to be for you. So libido desire and arousal. It's really easy for me to talk about them in those terms. Libido is your health. It's, are you pooping every day and (laughs) they're beautiful little poops? (laughs) You know, like if you're not pooping, you're full of toxins. If you're not, if you're full of toxins, you're not making hormones. If you're not making hormones, it's crashing your libido. So, and it's not just about hormones. It's also about blood flow. So I am going to talk a lot about blood flow. You're going to be like, dude, I had no idea it was so much about blood flow. That is crazy. Oh, I'm ready. So libido is your health and your health and your libido are two sides of the same coin. If you don't feel well, you're not horny. The hornier you are, the better in health you are. Horniness is a sign of health. So you always got to get your health right to get your libido back. Number two desire. Desire is more the emotional body. That is, I love myself. I'm worthy of cums. I'm fuckable. And I like you and I'm not pissed at you and you're fuckable. So, (laughs) right. So if any of those things are not true, I don't love myself. I'm not worthy. I'm pissed off at you. You're not fuckable, whatever. That is desire. That's, Mm -hmm. I want you and I want, I want to be wanted and I want you to want me and I want you. That's desire. And then arousal is my banana. So (laughs) you guys are listening to the podcast. You can't see that I am holding up a plastic 
banana. But I am. <laughs> got it on Amazon.com. I, I actually am. have an entire bag of plastic oh bananas. Because a carrot, you get out buy one damn plastic banana on Amazon. So I've got like, I'm going to have to give these away as like signed autograph copies, banana diagrams, you know. But here's That's the thing about so a banana. Funny. So imagine a banana if you're listening to this podcast and then pretend it's a dick, not such a big leap, right? right. I'm going to turn it upside down because most dicks look like this. A Fantastic. dick is full of erectile tissue. It has these three big chambers that basically fill with blood and get hard. And what's interesting about a dick, and if you are a guy, if you're a dick owner and you are listening, your dick looks like a tongue, not a piston. If guys would use their dicks like tongues instead of like ramrods, we would get fucked a lot better. So what's great about this is, am I misbehaving too much or are you guys no? I'm okay. absolutely not <laughs> no, living no. over here. We are so happy right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please go on. Please. If go this on. is misbehaving, please continue. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. It's your my favorite kind of misbehavior. So the dick full of all this erect. So there's a banana's fruit worth of erectile tissue in a dick because the dick only sticks out of the body half a banana's amount. So that's the dick sticking out part that we love to fuck and suck. But the other half of the dick goes back and into the abdomen and down, which is why if you reach under a guy's balls and you feel it, you can feel the root of the dick. We were just talking okay. about that yesterday. Okay. Gotcha. Well, see, you are kindred spirits if you're talking about <laughs> what I like to call the buried shaft. Buried shaft. Right. Ooh, I like that. It's a <laughs> treasure hunt. Shaft. Because if you get the buried shaft hard and the external dick hard, that dick is like big and hard and veiny and awesome and delicious. (laughs) (laughs) So now imagine that all that material, the half that's showing and the half that's buried in the shaft, all that erectile tissue, that's in your pussy. You You have a banana's worth of erectile tissue in your pussy. You think that little tip of that clit feels good when you get all that tissue that's in your pussy engorged or filled with blood what happens is you went from a little tiny flaccid clitoris you know what the clitoris is your little head and the little neck and the little arms and the little punching bag legs we've all seen them on instagram right well that thing puffs up like a big balloon when it gets turned on you get a clit erection your little clit pops out you get a little clit dick shaft, your little <laughs> arms pop up, your little legs puff up. They're underneath the fur on each side of the opening to your vagina. That's your outer labia, that underneath the fur part, right? Mm-hmm. Underneath that is the vestibular bulbs, the legs of the clit. So now again, I have a silly little diagram. There she is. So I'm going to describe it because you know I'm a sex nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is erectile tissue. And what you're looking at is that thing you commonly are used to seeing, the three-dimensional ver- you know, picture of the clit, which is essentially the glands or the head of the clit. That's like the tip of the penis. And then mm-hmm. the shaft, which is like the shaft of a dick. Mm-hmm. And then the two arms are actually what are going traveling up and down inside his penis, the corpus cavernosum mm-hmm. that long spongy tissue they come out and they drape over the out the the top of the opening of our vagina so they're hugging the opening of our vagina and then those vestibular bulbs the 
the outer labia, the labia majora, those are the big punching bags. Underneath the fur are the big punching bags. So then the G spot is not a spot. It's more like one of those long extruded pool noodles, those things the kids hit each other over the head yeah, with yeah. in the pool. <laughs> Been there. Uh-huh. Those th- why I only why I have an only child. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> because that is called the ureth- urethral sponge. And it is a spongy tube that goes all the way from your bladder right out your pee hole, which is just above the opening to your vagina. Mm-hmm. That spongy tube is the G spot. It's not a spot. It's a long tube of erectile tissue. It's the same tube that is called the corpus spongiosum that travels down the bottom of a guy's dick from his bladder out his dick. And so he's got three big chambers. You have three big chambers, all erectile tissue. And you also have, and the, and the G spot or the urethral sponge travels along the roof of the vagina, which is why when you stick your fingers in and tilt mm-hmm. them up and pressure the top to touch your G spot and get that engorged and filled with blood for your G spot orgasms and your squirting orgasms, mm-hmm. that's a long tube. There's lots of pleasure there, not just one spot. And then on the bottom floor of your vaginal canal is a little funny little sponge called the perineal sponge that is also erectile tissue. So when a woman says, I can't come from intercourse, the only reason she can't is number one, she doesn't believe she can, or she's decided she can't. Number two is she never got all that tissue that completely embraces the vagina filled with the blood because he gets hard quick Mm -hmm. she gets hard slowly and so we rush sex Mm -hmm. have you ever had like i don't know a four-day fuck fest or something no i haven't (laughs) you were so quick with that i thought you were gonna say someone who like just rushed into sex and then it was bad so i was gonna say yes but But i'm not both no unfortunately i'd love to someday one day But please go on. So so I I want to encourage you in 2021 to have a four-day fuck fest. Okay. And I want you to take pictures of your pussy each day before you start and then each day. And what you'll see is that as you have more and more sex of all kinds, it doesn't matter what you do, as long as, as long. As you are playing with all that engorged tissue, it's getting plumper and plumper and plumper and sex is feeling better and better and better. Like the fourth day of sex is always better than the first day of sex because you've gotten filled with all this blood. And when tissue starts out flaccid and then it gets engorged, the surface area of it expands. And that means there's more to touch and more to stimulate, which sends more pleasure signals to your brain because you're actually feeling more pleasure. So you're having better orgasms and getting more sexual satisfaction. Wow. I don't even know what else to say besides wow. (laughs) With this, oh, sorry, you go ahead. I guess the first question that's coming into my mind. So you said the fourth day is going to be better. Is that because it's like staying engorged throughout that time? So it's like a long-term thing too. So like if I have sex every day, all the time, is it just going to get better and better and better? I mean, there's a limit, (laughs) but it does grow. You, You can make your clit bigger over time. Like my clit has definitely, my clit boner is 
My clit is twice as big as it was 10 years ago um, from just having more sex and better sex Mm -hmm. and more engorgement. Now I'm older and I take blood flow supplements. I have a a nitric oxide organic blood flow supplement. I think I sent you some, Cass. Yes, they haven't gotten here quite yet, but we are so excited. (laughs) Good. So this, pop a couple of these before sex and you'll get more engorgement more easily. The blood will flow to your pelvic bowl and you'll get wetter. Because this is another interesting thing about the vagina. It doesn't have glands that wet it. Our vaginas are lubricated by our blood plasma seeping down through the layers of vaginal mucosa and wetting and sweating into the walls. And that's also how squirting works. Squirting works where the blood plasma is recruited into the pelvic bowl and it sweats down through these little glands called Skeen's glands through that pool noodle, through that urethral sponge and seeps into the urethral canal so that when you have this contraction, it squirts fluid out of your pee hole, out of your urethra. Same as a guy. When he pees, he pees out the end of his dick. When he Mm -hmm. ejaculates, he ejaculates out the end of his dick. Same as us. We pee through our urethra and we ejaculate, but they are not it's not pee we're ejaculating just like when a guy ejaculates it's not he's not peeing inside us so our systems are what they they're basically called homologous we have Mm -hmm. the same parts arranged in a different order mother's day is around the corner and whether you're celebrating your mama grandma guardian or yourself celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out osea's mega moisture duo This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off i guess if i god that was just all so amazing i love where we're going it's so exciting and one thing that's really stuck with me from um the beginning was when you made a definite like a line between your libido your desire mm-hmm. and um yeah your arousal arousal because mm-hmm. I feel like since I've since I was on birth control, yeah. my libido and my sex drive, everything was like so fucked up. And I was like yep. upset. I felt like I was a mess. I felt like, oh, there's no coming back from this. I am the problem in my sexual relationship. And then, 
you know, I was like just taking it day by day. So I would accept myself and I'm like, oh, today I felt turned on by something. And I'm like, good job, Emma. Like that was great because I'm proud of you. Like things are just coming slowly. That's great. And then I'd be more proud of myself when I finally felt like I wanted to masturbate. And then the next step yeah. was like wanting to have sex with my partner. And but I mm -hmm. still felt so lacking in my sex drive. But I like the difference between libido and desire because honestly I feel like desire is can definitely be a hurdle for me so that can come with you know mental blocks or what have you life challenges and so I feel like that can help a lot of people feel whole of like no there's not something wrong with like your sex drive just look at you know challenges in your life or look at hurdles that you might have and you know those things can also play a huge factor in how you have sex and it's so beautiful to think of it as like so many different facets that you can approach rather than being like no I'm fucked up there's something wrong with me chemically I'm off and my libido will never come back like that's just such a nice thing to like know I feel like absolutely yeah so I love that yeah and I actually have something at arousaltips.com, I get more deep into, I, I cover libido and desire a bit, but what I really get into in that, it's a video and you just go to arousaltips.com. I have a video there that really describes how to turn on a pussy and how to turn on a woman. And so many people think, okay, if you want to arouse someone, you know, you 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 spin the knobs and you push the button. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And someone said... One time it was like tuning in on a radio station to me. And I'm like, don't ever do that to me. That is not what I need. So fucked up. God. Well, sometimes that's what you really want is somebody to like really give you a lot of nipple stimulation, but definitely not at first. And right. that's the thing when we're, when we are having sex with our male bodied partners, they are full speed ahead. They are hard and ready to go. And they don't understand how to begin with relaxation and then begin to stair step our arousal yes. so we can get turned on enough to have really sexually satisfying experiences. And so I think um, arousal tips is a really pl great place to go. If you feel like you're one of the people who's like, I could use, I could use help getting even more aroused. I, I think I have some runway there I'm not using. So mm -hmm. that, that's a good one. No, 100%. Like, I think that's what we've explored more just from talking about sex. It's like, there's a whole process and you're not wrong and you're not like, super weird for needing a whole turning on process. Like you can take time to get your blood flow going. Like you said, with every like orifice down there in your vagina and like getting your mental state, just getting ready. That is so important yeah. with being ready to have sex as well. Yeah. It is so true. And I think that when, I, when men say to me, what do I need to do to be the best lover I can? I say, number one, grooming. Make sure there's no like scraggly hairs on the base of your dick. That's disgusting. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Make sure your fingernails are clean and they're not going to scratch my pussy. Make yeah. sure your teeth are clean and you go to the hygienist. You know, like those simple things, they forget that. They're dirty birds, most of them. <laughs> and that's like the number one thing for women is grooming. And number two is slow down. 
and then slow down again and now slow down some more. Like (laughs) just slow down and give us the time and the foreplay and the pleasuring we need to get turned on. And it's not just you go down on me and give me an orgasm and then stick your dick inside me. Like that is not (laughs) good. And then number three is be present. Stop trying to calculate batting scores so you don't come too fast. If Slow down and be present with me and connected to me. And when guys really do take that to heart and think about it and get cleaned up and groomed and sweet smelling and slow and present, that's when that's when we can finally relax and get into our turn on and allow it to evolve. Give us a chance to let down and let the mouth water and the eyes water and the pussy get juicy so that we are like, okay, you know, I, I think I, I think I would like to be entered now. And I'm not going to feel guilty that I made you wait for an hour and rub my body all over the place and tell me you love me and why you think I'm beautiful and what you love about my ass and whatever. Yeah. You know, whatever you need to hear. I always start lovemaking sessions with tell me things you tell me what you love about me today. I want to hear what you love about me. What's special about me? What do you find beautiful about? I need compliments, adoration, appreciation, affection, slowness, just because Mm -hmm. I need to be reassured that you love me. And 30 years this year with my husband, 30 oh, years. And still I make him tell me what he loves about me amazing. every time. But absolutely. I mean, get yours, right? <laughs> I love that. I think like when I hear you say that, I'm like, fuck yeah. Like everybody should be asking for that. And I know that I've yeah. been in scenarios where I'm like, oh, that feels like a lot to ask. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it feels like a long checklist to have them do all this. And it's like, but it's not like I'm giving them a lot They're by letting them be inside you. of me. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just such like this false like checklist of things that need to be done. But it's like Mm -hmm. we've shortened that for ourselves, Mm -hmm. too, because we've felt guilty for Mm -hmm. asking for more in every aspect, in every aspect of every (laughs) fucking aspect of life. And so it's like, let your checklist be long. Let Mm -hmm. it be as much as you need it to be to get the absolute best sex that you could have. And if they don't want to go down that checklist, whoever you're sleeping with, they're not the one. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that. We want to get into what impacts libido, but before we do that, I have a question that's personal, I guess. So I've kind of always, I guess it's ironic because I'm hosting a sex podcast right now, but <laughs> I've always kind of seen myself as not a very sexual person, but, and so I've always kind of been like, yeah, I don't have a very like high libido or a high sex drive, but I've also had a lot of health issues. I've had a lot of hormonal issues. And so I guess, how do you know if it's like who you are as a person and that's just like how much sex you want and that's it and that's totally fine? Or if it's like actual health issues? Because I would say, according to my desire, like I want to have sex most days, but then I also don't. It's a really weird, I don't know, teetering act. Yeah, yeah. it's not balanced. Juggling act. <laughs> Juggling. Yes. There you go. I'm going to I'm gonna express this in the masculine feminine again. Mm-hmm. The mass, it is the masculine's role to be the initiator of intimacy. And whether you're, you know, it doesn't really matter where you fall on the gender spectrum or what equipment you have, but one of the two of you in the relationship is generally the more masculine. Mm-hmm. And it is, if they think about it as their job, then, and they understand that that you as the feminine are not ready for sex, that they have to kind of turn around and go back and bring you 
along. You know, you could co- you could consider the more high desire and low desire partner. You could consider it, you know, it's the typical man versus the typical woman, whatever, whatever it is. Um, then y- you don't need to feel guilty about not being ready for sex or wanting sex or initiating sex because what you need is for your partner to basically pick you up and carry you over the line into turn on. And the best way that I've found to do that is to make sure that my partner always starts with connecting with me and holding me. And uh, I mentioned that that hugging technique mm-hmm. earlier in the in the conversation on the show, and I have written it down. It's the soulmate embrace. And what the soulmate, and you can go to soulmateembrace.com <laughs> to download it, and it's free. And the soulmate embrace teaches you how to hold a woman in the way that she's always craved to be held and never has been. And it's a long hold, a long languorous being held that allows us to first finally calm down, get in our present moment, get in our body. It allows us to speak anything that might be bothering us and let go of things that are bothering us and get the, get that off our chest. It allows us to syncopate our heartbeats and get our breathing slowed down and look in each other's eyes and feel seen and connected to. And then it has some full body strokes. The petting of the kitty begins then as they're holding you closer. And then pretty soon you're able to relax to the point where you get the tears in your eyes, you get a little, you start to drool a little, your vagina begins to get lubricated and you think to yourself, oh, why I do like this person and I'm, I'm going to give them a little kiss. And I always say, I always caution the man to, when she starts to snuggle in closer to you, like, oh, okay, she's letting down. She's, she's starting to relax now. You've got her relaxing. Kiss her forehead, kiss her eyelids, kiss her cheeks, kiss her neck, kiss her collarbones while you're stroking her body. And don't just kiss her on the lips right away. When you kiss her on the lips, it's little pecks, little little pecks, no tongue straight in the mouth type of thing, which is what the masculine is always wanting to do. Mm-hmm. He's always wanting to penetrate you wetly, you know, Stick and God love them. Things, yeah. I like wetly penetration, you know, that's Don't all good, but, but not when you start, right? Right. hundred percent. And then there might be a time at which you're like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm just going to get up and pop myself on top of my lover and lean down and let them play with my breasts. And I'm going to kiss them. And, you know, we're going to look into each other's eyes adoringly. And I'm going to feel their heart on between my legs. And, you know, then maybe it's, um, I'm, oh, I want, I want to take you in my mouth. I'm going to go down on you. And, you know, I'm now I'm warmed up. My, my, my spit's starting to flow. And I, I want to give you a couple of little licks. And then maybe he flips me over and gets the pillows all just right and butterflies my legs and gets that little blankie that keeps me warm on top while he's going down on me below. And, um, you know, (laughs) really comfortable. So you're completely supported and you could just completely relax. And, you know, you take a little rip off of a vape pen and you just (laughs) melt into the cushions and he's just eating your pussy and you start coming and you're coming and you're coming and you're coming. And then, 
you take a little break and maybe he gets out some organic avocado oil and he just gives you a full body massage and he just rubs your pussy and he gets it all plump and all the blood starts flowing and pretty soon you're like, I'm ready for you to fuck me now. Yeah. And then he enters <laughs> you and it feels so good. And then he pulls more. you off to the side of the bed and you get out one of your favorite vibrators and he's fucking you off the edge of the bed and you've got a vibrator on your clit and you're having incredible orgasms from that. And, you know, it just it just evolves slowly instead of like, um, I throw you down on the bed and spit on my hand and stick my dick in you. Like, yeah. who is going to be aroused with that shitty kind of sex versus what I just described, just which described. is oh my God. good, just, slow, warm nice. up, turn on connection sex. So if you think you don't have desire, what you actually have is just shitty sex. You need to get yeah. better sex. You need to get your partner to do better stuff like I talked about to, to learn you just gave skills. a step-by-step yeah. guide <laughs> of how to make Follow everything that. so I much have been better asked what my love language is before and I've never had a good answer because none of them have felt right that feels right your description <laughs> what, what feels you like said. my love language it's yeah. like comfort and like consideration and caring you know it's like everything you just yeah. described is like I see you and I hear you and it's like yeah. that's what my fucking love language is and like turn me on like mm-hmm. pleasure me yeah. and i'll be here to be with you and it's like ah yeah. oh, shit i need another drink after that <laughs> fuck you know there's it's an interesting thing about um we women we want to be found sexually irresistible by our partners but if they don't also adore us in equal measure yeah. then they feel it feels like they're objectifying us if they're all just like your ass is so fucking hot baby you, your tits turn me on mm-hmm. then you're like l <laughs> but if they're like baby that meatloaf we had last night you cook so well you you nourish my soul you know and then and i just I don't know what it is about that ass of yours, but when we do doggy style, I get so fucking turned on looking at your ass. It's just your ass, baby. There's no other asses for me. Like, if he does the meatloaf and the ass worship, yeah. you're like, that's my guy. Yeah. Right? That's what I like. That is that's like what I need the right there. words for my turn on thing like that that has never been more accurately described it's like yeah i say like oh i want you to compliment me and then they do and it's exactly the one that you first said like oh your ass is so hot <laughs> and it's like no i want the like you find me adorable and so individually yes. irresistible Yes. yes fuck that was so beautiful and like so perfect to my soul <laughs> i got a book for that one I've got a book for that one. DirtyTalkBook.com teaches. I literally give people the words to say how to do cock worship, how to worship a yoni, how to do pillow talk, how to adore, how to be, how to tell a woman how sexy she is. Um, Because so much of, you know, we, we want aural you know, yeah. ear mm-hmm. stimulation, but we don't want it to be like what they learned when they were jerking off to porn. Yes, right. Correct. I don't want, I don't hear any of that. That's no. not for me. Not and so dirtytalkbook.com, you can download that and it tells you the five different ways to talk 
dirty without feeling weird about it. They, I show you what it really means and how how we want to hear it. And also it teach women how to talk to men and tell them what they want to hear. Because women women want equally to be ravished as they want to ravish and provide incredible pleasure to their men. Mm -hmm. So it's not lost on me that many women will be like, how do I make him become addicted to me in bed, in bed? And I'm like, okay, well, here you go here. Mm -hmm. This is what he wants, Mm -hmm. you know? The holy grail of all books, I feel like. Yeah, we will was. have to have you back on to have a dirty talk oh episode. God. Because yeah. that I is can't. something I'm very interested in and also feel like I ha- I'm awkward with. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. 100%. Because like, that's Most so true. Most people feel like, like that. It's like, where do you learn this? And it's like, oh, through watching porn yeah. or, you know, like so inaccurate like videos or something. So it's like, how do you actually as a human being need to be like praised? And that is such a valuable tool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I fucking love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm just basking I in all of this. I love to do cock worship. I love to tell a guy yeah. how beautiful his penis is to me and everything I love about it. That is very, very nice for a man to have co- his cock worshipped. That is so that's, outside that's, of my realm. Like, say. I don't even know, like, how to respond. Like, I want to know more. Yeah. I mean, all right, just give us yeah. a little taste of what. All right. Oh, all right. We'll have you back. Oh, okay. You want me to do- yeah, just a little. Should, just I, hold my, should I worship my, my plastic yes. banana from Amazon? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. All right. Um, baby, I love your cock so much. I love how you always get hard for me. I love how long and thick it is. I love how the head of it is like, I don't know, like, <laughs> like a hammerhead. Like it's just so big. It's like this big crown on the top. And, oh, I love the color of the skin on your cock. It's so beautiful. And I think really one of the things I find the most beautiful is when you get really turned on and, and your cock is like real veiny and the, and the veins like pop out. And I know that's like your cock straining to want to fuck me. And I love that so much. It literally just talking about those big bulging veins on your cock is I'm making my mouth water. I just want to suck it and go down on it and love it and show you through my desire for your cock how much I love and appreciate you and your masculinity so much. Fuck, I don't even have a penis and I'm turned on. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. The holy gr- just everything the world needs is right here. Yeah, it's Susan. you are it's everything Susan. the world needs. Oh, my mind is my I cannot wait to like do more of these conversations because there's so much that you are giving us to get into. It's it's Everyone needs you to are know. Phenomenal. Everyone needs to be here for this. I fucking love it. Oh my god. Oh, woo. Cool down a little bit. So, a long time ago, <laughs> many moons ago, you mentioned like our health and our gut health all being factors in our like sex drive libido. So, how how do we address that? How do we fix that? And how um, do we like take care of ourselves to make sure that our libido is doing well? Yeah. Um, good, good gut microbiome comes from eating whole foods 
and not eating a lot of bad broken fats, deep fried foods, fake salad dressings, things like that. You know, just make your own salad dressing and put it on your own veggies. Mm -hmm. Um, Salad dressing is easy to make. Um, One cup of, I like avocado oil, organic avocado oil. Love avocado oil. Um, I find olive oil is too expensive to get the extra virgin to make salad Mm -hmm. dressing and it's kind of strong. Mm-hmm. So I like avocado oil, Primal Kitchen, Chosen mm-hmm. Brands. They're pretty much out there now. Um, with one quarter of a cup of vinegar. I like sherry vinegar, red wine vinegar, you know, any kind of vinegar that you like. I think balsamic is strong. Mm-hmm. So I think it's too strong. Um, and then a little salt, little pepper, a little Dijon mustard. Throw it in a jar, one cup, one quarter, little t- tablespoon of Dijon, some salt and pepper. And shake it up. Then you can add any dried herb you want. Savory or marjoram. Not together. Just one or the other. Dried herb. You can keep it in your cupboard. All the stuff is in. you can keep in your cupboard. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing fresh. And you just shake it up in a jar and put that over your leafy greens. And it tastes absolutely delicious. And it's super healthy. And it fuels the fat in your brain mm-hmm. so that you have good blood flow. And you can think. And you, you are cognitively strong. And then you're getting a lot of good veggies. So I think eating eating whole foods, really minimizing processed foods, trying to learn how to cook and cook for yourself, which, you know, when I think really one of the ben- the be- biggest benefits of the pandemic is yes. that people realize that, number one, cooking your own food tastes damn good yeah. mm-hmm. and you feel better. Mm-hmm. So um, taking the time to do that is very important um, and and just minimizing the sugars which feed the bad gut bacterias mm-hmm. and really you know if you have a good poop good sure. and solid and mm-hmm. not too hard and not too soft that's a sign that your gut is working well and if it's not if it's too you know loose or too oily or you get diarrhea or irritable bowel syndrome and mm-hmm. you got to go right to diet you got to look at your nutrition that's ground zero for gut health. Mm-hmm. All the probiotics in the world aren't going to fix the fact that you mm-hmm. ate an entire bag of gummy worms. You know? <laughs> They're just not. They're just not. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that, and then birth control pills are very, very bad for mm-hmm. you, as you've realized. Mm-hmm. And what I recommend is non-hormonal birth control. Mm-hmm. I like two things. The first thing I like, especially if you're younger and you're fucking around a lot, is a non-hormonal IUD, a copper IUD. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's um, a very good way to make sure you don't get pregnant. So you're you're using contraception. It's not adding any kind of hormones to your system. There's non-birth control ones that are just, you know, they don't have any of the hormones in them. And um, then when you're with someone, you can use, you know, if you're fucking around, you can use a condom to protect yourself from STDs. And they don't have to know you have the IUD in. Mm -hmm. So you can protect yourself that way. But if you're with a partner and you're having, you know, steady sex with a partner, you have an IUD. And then you want their semen inside you because semen is very good for us ladies. It has um, 
luteinizing hormone that regulates Mm. our period. It has serotonin and dopamine as mood elevators, and it has almighty testosterone. Basically, when he comes in your pussy, you get a testosterone injection, which gives you not only more libido, it improves your libido. So literally having sex improves your libido in many ways. But what it also does, it, it basically gives us balls. It gives us confidence. So if we get more testosterone, not only does the orgasm from sex or the orgasms from sex, which everyone can have, not only does that reboot our nervous system, but the semen itself just calms us down and gives us confidence. It's like a gift from our male-bodied partners. So the whole like putting it on your face or putting it on your boobs or all that porny stuff. Like some people like that, but most women really benefit from getting a load in the pussy. (laughs) So um, that's, that's, that's very nice too. And then the other kind of birth control that I also like is the fertility awareness method, Mm -hmm. which is like the Daisy and those kinds of things with the Mm -hmm. iPhone app that lets you know when you're in your, you know, your fertile window, your six day fertile window. So you don't have him come in your pussy during your six day fertile window Mm -hmm. or or you have him wear a condom, but all the rest of the time you can have unprotected sex because you're not going to get pregnant because you're not in your fertile window. So most of the month you can have unprotected sex where he comes in your pussy, you get all those Mm -hmm. benefits and you don't have to use hormones and fuck up your hormones and get your, lose your gallbladder later and get your calcium, magnesium, potassium ratio mixed up and shut down your ovaries and all the stuff that hormones, I mean, that birth control pills do, which are just terrible for you. It felt, it felt like it messed everything up. Like I, I was off it for almost a year and a half before I started feeling like back to my normal of like, just even my like vagina lubricating how it used to and everything just like working the same way it's insane how much it can like offset my it like I was like reacting to things differently and I was like okay this is just unexplainable and I don't know how to deal with this new person that Mm -hmm. I am like I need to get off of it and that's when I really started looking into and I think that's close to when Cass and I really started getting um, a lot closer and having these conversations too because she had more experience with like hormonal things Um, and I was like wow like I can't believe how much like these hormonal pills have impacted like who I am to the core and how long it could take for me to come back from all of this it's insane so I've definitely when I want to get back on birth control or some sort of birth control it would be something like the copper IUD or something without any hormones because it's just it's yeah. just can fuck you up so much <laughs> it really can it's yeah insane. my daughter is 23 and she's had that um IUD in there um for the last four or five years and um it's been fantastic for her she's had zero issues with it oh, there are nice. a very small percentage of women who have some copper um you know, reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, it is like no mess, no fuss, absolutely wonderful, comes out when it's time to take it out and you can, you know, do something else or what have you. But I really think it's like the most unsung, amazing thing. It's like the menstrual cup. If, if more women knew how to use a menstrual cup instead of tampons, it wouldn't be like sucking all the juice out of our pussy. We'd be keeping our mm. pussies nice and juicy and just containing the period in the cups. It's an, it's a nice thing too. Those menstru- menstrual cups are really good. A good innovation. You've given me one I, of those. Yeah, I love my menstrual cup. I I've been using a menstrual cup for like probably six years. Um, oh wow, that long? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I started like my freshman year of college, 
And I also, I recently just started like the process of starting the fertility awareness method. So I'm using natural cycles with like the app That's and the everything. Yes. Is that what you said? Okay. Good. Yeah. So I'm, I've been with my partner for four years and I've never been, I've tried different hormonal birth controls and they've all done horrible, horrible things to my body. So we decided we couldn't do that. So we've been using condoms, but we also don't always want to use condoms. So yeah. that's why we're right, exactly. on that journey now. So Fuck yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good. Ugh, I, I did well, have... Cassie did a fantastic job <laughs> navigating your way to, the, to a good decision. Thank you. Yeah, it took a lot to get there. Just, <laughs> just a few years. I did, okay, yeah. another question that I had. So you said it's good Great. when you get semen in your pussy. What about when you swallow? Like, yeah. does that have any benefits? Oh, yeah. No? It doesn't have any benefits with regard to, I mean, I think what happens ultimately is that your stomach acid kills off a lot okay. of the good stuff. Oh, that makes sense. Um, so it's not like but, a reason to swallow. <laughs> I've heard it whitens what, your teeth. What it does. Is that wrong? Whitens your teeth. If it whitens your teeth, I'd be swallowing a lot more cum. I, I really don't like to give it up from my pussy, you know. Um, I like it in my pussy. But guys really like it when you swallow their cum mm -hmm. because they have a lot of shame mm -hmm. about their cum and your love for it. And so swallowing doesn't hurt at all. It's not going to, it's, it's benign. Um, and it really is like a salve to the male soul. So it's a gift you give them okay. it is if it's important to them. For some men, they're like, no, 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 I'm, I mm -hmm. want to come in your pussy. That's what I want to do. That's what mm -hmm. I feel. That feels the best to me. But other men, they're like, I would really love you to, you know, go down on me and take me all the way. That's one of the things that, um, that I also think is really important is that a lot of women don't have a lot of confidence in giving oral fellatio, mm -hmm. going down on a guy. And, there's a couple of things that hold them back. And one of them is thinking that they have to like go down on him so long until he finally comes. Mm -hmm. And if you just take the expectation that you're doing that kind of off the table and, and don't worry about it and just go down on him for as long as you want to. And if you go down on him where you're taking your pleasure on his cock, so you're not, doing him you're not giving him a blowjob you're getting yourself off on his cock with your mouth and there's a lot of different techniques like um rubbing his penis up between your gum and your lip up mm. inside there will make more spit come out so you'll get more spit running so you're not dry and um like sticking it in the side of your cheek between your teeth and your cheeks like you're brushing down your at teeth the bottom <laughs> yeah like you're just trick. like swabbing the whole like inside of the mouth and lips but on the outside of the teeth, mm -hmm. that really gets the saliva running and is, it feels really good. And um, you have erectile tissue in your throat. And over time, like the, the gag reflex is actually an orgasmic contraction. Gagging is really? an orgasm. 
Yes. But your body has to learn how to relax. And if you control the depth of the cock and you just kind of tickle the back of your throat a little bit with it and, you know, jiggle it side to side. And then when it feels like too much, just pull back a little and then go back down on it a little bit more and then come back off of it. And you're just playing with it. And you're like, what can I do? What does my mouth want me to do with the tip of this dick right now that would feel good? And you just let yourself go and you just play with it. Like it's not about you doing something to him. It's about you getting off on his cock. It will feel so good to him that you will be doing a way better job than if you were just trying to go like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> it's not a vagina. Your mouth's not a vagina. Your mouth's a mouth. Use mm-hmm. your mouth like a mouth. What does your mouth want you to do with that cock? And you will go through experiences of feeling like you want that cock a little deeper and deeper. But you're, if you stay in control of it and you just use it for your pleasure, you'll start having orgasms in your mouth. And here's the thing. If you imagine your mouth and your pussy and that it's one long tube and that your orgasms can happen in full body contraction, that the entire what's called lumen, your light source from your mouth to your pussy, your anus included, all of that is like a hollow flute of light that can send orgasmic energy all the way up and down your body. You'll start to come in your mouth. You'll start to come in your pussy at the same time. You'll start to come from giving him pleasure, but not even giving him, from taking your pleasure on his cock. And you'll start getting different kinds of spit that comes out. It starts out like pre-cum, real, like slippery, slick, clear. And then it gets white and then it gets foamy. As you get more and more turned on, your throat gets this like real open lubricated feeling and you can actually slide the cock in and out of your throat with ease and pleasure that gets you off. And when you come, you come in your mouth and sometimes you have to pull the cock out and like literally foamy spit will come out and you just wipe that up. Then start again and you'll come again. And pretty soon your your pussy will start coming too. And pretty soon your pussy will start squirting too. You'll be squirting out of your mouth and your pussy at the same time. Holy. Gotta lay down a towel for that. You have to lay down a lot of towels and have washcloths. Holy shit. I am completely (laughs) mind blown. So I've known that I've gotten um, like wet from going down on a guy. Like I've, I've gotten really turned on. Like I, even if I, even if mentally I'm like not more in the mood, um, physically I'm like going down on you will do the trick. If I'm dry, I know this will help. So I'd go down on someone like to get more lubricated, but that's insane that you can utilize it for like more like you're just getting wet everywhere. (laughs) Gushing. (laughs) That's insane. There's so many like areas of our bodies that can like produce pleasure and wow i love learning about it it's bananas that is so cool yeah so is that and imagine something- how great it is when you really learn how when you really learn how to go down on a cock and you can get yourself off from it now think about doing 69 where yes you're eating your pussy that's right while you're squirting in your mouth and squirting on his face because he's eating your pussy too like it's fantastic a lot of people say oh i don't like 69 because i can't really concentrate on what That's he's doing my next question i was like, gonna ask yeah 
toggle back and forth. Don't worry about, don't worry about, just take your pleasure from the oral you're giving and just allow your pussy to be pleasured at the same time. And don't expect that you can put your attention everywhere. You can just sometimes be like, oh, that's good. I'm going to stop for a second. That's feeling really good. I'm going to let him eat my pussy just like that for a minute. And then you start on his cock again and you do that thing and you just go back and forth. You just take your time. My God. Yeah, because like that's not how at all that I've approached. I mean, to be fair, I haven't done 69 that often because I haven't known how to approach like pleasure for myself. Mm -hmm. So I don't do it because I'm like, this is purely for them because my mind can be so distracted during this that like, what's the fucking point? So Mm -hmm. the fact that it's just like to pause and like let that process like get elongated Mm -hmm. so that, yes, I am getting pleasure and I will also give pleasure when it wants to come out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Literally when it's ready to come, come out, of, out of my mouth. Fuck. There's wow. uh, an ebook uh, that I, uh, that I've published for Sloan Fox. It's called uh, blowjob secrets and it has blowjob sex positions. It has more about this deep throating, Ooh. how to overcome okay. the gag reflex, um, tons of techniques and ideas in it. And that's at three licks.com. That's a paid book, but that's a discount link. Um, and that's T H R E E L I C K S three licks.com. Three licks is one of the little tricks. Three little licks tricks is one of the things in there. <laughs> so if you want to become an oral aficionado, three licks.com is the place to start. I can't fucking wait to start. You just have all the tips for everything. My God. I can't wait to do more. I think this will be a fun thing to kind of wrap up with. Aphrodisiacs. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yes. Is that their thing, right? Like that's actually a thing or is it just a thing that we pretend is a thing? (laughs) It's a thing. Okay. Um, Some foods, like people say eating oysters is an aphrodisiac. Mm -hmm. It's actually the zinc in the foods that is the aphrodisiac. Um, And interestingly enough, when, um, when a guy ejaculates in us, one of the things that's also in his semen is zinc. Men need a lot of zinc to have healthy ejaculations. Um, Uh But when I think about aphrodisiacs, I don't necessarily think about, you know, like strawberries or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, like food aphrodisiacs. I think about botanicals. I think about plant medicine. And the aphrodisiac, of course, cannabis is an aphrodisiac mm-hmm. for many, many people. There are some people that their physiology doesn't like cannabis, but cannabis is a wonderful aphrodisiac. Get, you know, especially gets you in your body, gets you slowed down, tapped in, et cetera. So that's very nice. But when you think about the indigenous cultures that for thousands and thousands of years have found botanicals that really, really help both male, female bodied and everybody in the middle, um, feel more lust and desire. There are really, I've studied this because I have a supplement line about, you know, that has aphrodisiacs in it, that has libido botanicals in it. And that's a daily multivitamin, multimineral called desire that has three libido botanicals. Um, There are five botanicals that are good for libido. The first one is maca, but you have to have like three to five grams of maca a day. So it's really good if you do a morning smoothie and you put your maca in that. And it, it's great for men and women. And it's really good for increasing your sex drive. Mm-hmm. The And it doesn't need to be red or black maca, just standard white maca. 
Okay. Um, chocolate, cacao. The polyphenols in cacao are vasodilators, and they really help move the blood around and the engorgement around. So eating like 70% or greater dark chocolate, a little square of that a day, is very good for you and is an aphrodisiac. And then tribulus terrestris, fenugreek, and tongkat le. And tongkat le is Indonesian. Fenugreek is Mediterranean and tribulus, um, fenugreek, I'm sorry, fenugreek is Ayurvedic, Indian, and tribulus is Mediterranean. And so what I did was I made a, like a one a day with a little something more. I made desire with tribulus, desire with Tonkatali, and desire with fenugreek. Because the thing about plant medicine and botanicals, libido botanicals, is that if you take the same thing all the time, it loses its efficacy. Mm-hmm. So you herb cycle between the three botanicals. So the first month you take fenugreek, the one with fenugreek. The second month you take the Tonkatali. The third month you take the tribulus. And you rotate them around, and they each have different effects on different areas of the body. If you want like a really good clit erection, Tong Cat Ali is really good. If you're looking for something that makes you feel more generalized desire and more feelings of arousal, I think Tribulus is really nice for that. If you want um, to feel that like deep uh, connection and um, like feeling hormonally connected to yourself and your partner, fenugreek is amazingly good for that. And so when you cycle 30 days, you know, you take your vitamin every day, it's got the libido botanical already in it. So you're getting your vitamins, you need the vitamins, you need some of the trace minerals and the supplement things in the supplement to actually help with hormone function or a transmitter function, you know, all of those kinds of things. And so when you rotate, you notice the subtle differences And it's kind of this ever-changing tune-in to your turn-on. And then, it, you know, maybe it falls off a little bit, but then you're starting the new one. And then you feel that thing happening. And that's what I like about having the, like, 90 days where you're cycling Mm -hmm. through each month of the different botanicals. And you might end up saying, wow, I love the Tonkatali, but you can't take take it all the time. You You have to give it a break. And then it comes back again. And so that's how come I built Desire as a herb cycling libido botanical op, you know kind of option for people and so that uh, a partners could take it together like mm-hmm. we're both taking our vi- did you take your vitamin That's today smart. baby you know like <laughs> you're, you're kind of making a commitment to your to your desire by taking desire together That's such a great way to educate about aphrodisiacs like as fun as they can be but it's like the science behind them is are the chemicals that you're or producing in your body. So Mm -hmm. having them be different vitamins that you can help and take and you can like get educated Mm -hmm. and educate your partner. And it's just so healthy. And like as much as fun as like eat this strawberry or this chocolate and we're going to have sex. It's like, but let's also understand why that (laughs) realistically. Yeah. What's going to be like the most helpful too. And I love that you also bring up the fact that like our bodies do get used to things that like we ingest repetitively. So that's where also I feel like a lot of people would fall off when it's like, oh, this isn't fucking working. It's like, but our bodies get used to it. So that's a great thing to bring up. It's like, no, I have different variant uh, mm-hmm. pills for this or, you know, vitamin supplements for this because our bodies mm-hmm. can't get used to it. So let's switch it up mm-hmm. and it'll still work. And uh, I love it. I love learning more and more and more about all of this stuff. So much fun. So much fun. <sighs> but we have reached the beautiful partner episode where we like to do... 
homework for honeys. where we talk about one actionable step that we can all take from this beautiful episode. So Susan, would you give us some homework for our honeys today? Yes. Your homework today is pussy rubs. Uh, What I want you to do, and you can do it to yourself if you are a pussy owner, or if you have a partner who has a pussy, you do it to them. What I really want you to do is think about how you're going to bring the blood into her yoni and engorge her pussy and do a before photo with your phone and an after photo so you can see her pussy just come alive with rip, rich, ripe, lusty fullness and juiciness. And when you do that without the expectation that you're going to have intercourse, mm-hmm. that it's just yoni adoration, then... That takes the pressure off her to perform and allows her the relaxation that is required for her to begin her arousal cycle up the ladder of pleasure. If you offer your woman a pussy rub every day for five minutes, ten minutes, just just a little one, no pressure to go any further, you'll end up with more sex, better sex, better orgasms, deeper intimacy, and more health than if you skip that step. So I really believe that, and you can always give him a a lingam massage. So a yoni massage for her, a lingam massage for him. Those are the Sanskrit words for her vulva and his penis, yoni and lingam. And when you just focus on blood flow and you can use you know you can use a magic wand to bring a little more blood flow in or a vibrator of some kind to you know stimulate the tissue and bring more blood flow but what you're really doing is you're gathering your hands and bringing blood into her yoni you're learning how to stroke her mons and just give it little circles you're learning how to stroke her labia from the top to the bottom going with the fur instead of against it you're learning how to rub your finger on the edge of her inner labia right at the very little edge of it you're learning how to stroke across back and forth like a windshield wiper on the hood of her clitoris not even touching her clitoris you're putting your finger from the hood all the way down the vestibule, the opening to her pussy, ending at the bottom of the opening to her vagina, but not going inside and doing little circles on her fourchette, which is where her labia come together at the bottom, right near her perineum. You're learning and mapping her pussy. You're not just putting your finger on her clit and stroking to get her to give her an <laughs> orgasm. You're putting your full intention on lovingly mapping and engorging her yoni so that it blooms and blossoms like the flower that it is. No better homework has ever been, <laughs> been uttered. You have given so many clear instruction manuals I and I love it. Yeah. And instruction manual makes it seem too like clinical because that was so fun and so amazing uh. and oh my god. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm on my way to have a glass of wine and a pussy rub right now. Um, Love my it. husband and I have a date. The fireplace is on. We have our nest made. The oil is warming. I'm going to open a bottle of Turley Zin, and uh, we're going to lay down, and he is going to give me an incredible orgasmic pussy rub. <laughs> 
That's a Friday for you. That is a Friday. Thank oh. you for giving us something to aspire to. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Where can our listeners continue to connect with you other than the episodes that we will be bringing you back yeah. on for? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I've got a couple of good resources for you. My main website is personallifemedia.com. And if we, if you want to know more about anything we've talked about or anything we haven't, um, I've been writing articles there for over a decade. And it's a very good place to search on any keyword to find answers to things you're interested in. Then I have a website called betterlover.com where I've produced hundreds of episodes. For example, if you uh, haven't had an orgasm from intercourse yet, I've got a really good series there that tells you everything you need to know to figure out what little piece you're missing that'll unlock those orgasms so you don't have to even touch your clit during penetration because now you know your clit is literally wrapped around your vagina it doesn't require any any separate stimulation your clit and vagina are like one unit so how how to get it really activated um so betterlover.com is good for any number of searchable keywords and then um you can find me on instagram but instagram is a funny one instagram only wants to see my tits so basically (laughs) i used to post all kinds of like helpful sex techniques and information on instagram and i would only ever get likes on my tits so if you want to see my tits which are magnificent <laughs> then you can follow susan bratton on instagram and you'll just be like boobylicified because everybody likes tits girls what like tits, more girls could like tits. you oh, want like tits. you just gave everyone all the resources they'll ever yes. need so oh, we'll all be linked in the show notes yes thank you so much oh. susan for being on today i can't even Thanks imagine a better me. better fucking friday <laughs> blessing than my god one. Thank you so much. Yes. (laughs) This was so much fun. See what I mean? You get it now. (laughs) You get it. You get how we couldn't wrap all that into a few words. Susan cannot be contained. Susan cannot be given labels. Susan is Suze. Yeah. (laughs) She is what she she is. She is what she is. So thank you so much to Susan for that amazing fucking episode and for just entering my life for the better. Um, And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Yes. And... If you recall, Susan mentioned some supplements that she has, and she was kind enough to gift Emma and I some, and we will be trying them out. So I am trying out the flow, which supports circulation and blood flow and stamina. And I'm trying out the desire, so that boosts your energy, metabolism, vitality, and immunity. So it's just here to help support your arousal, your sexual desire, mm-hmm. in a very like natural and organic way. Yes, which we love. Mm-hmm. We love that journey for love us. Love it, and we're so excited to try them and we are so excited to let you know how we feel after taking them for a little while so if you have any questions definitely reach out to us and we can all do this journey together this journey towards (laughs) getting horny it's getting horny and what else do they have to do Cass oh you know (laughs) we would appreciate it beyond measure if you could head over to Apple Podcasts rate review and subscribe to Honey Do Me your reviews mean so much to us because they let us know that you like what we're giving you Mm -hmm. you like what we're putting out there I also require my friends (laughs) to write reviews of me so I know yes Yes. Yeah. I mean, I require reviews of everyone in my life, and you you are also in my life. Listeners. I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast, but one year for my birthday, all I wanted to do, I sat my friends in a circle and I made them give me compliments. <laughs> I think you told me that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so weird. It's not weird. It was nice stories. <laughs> not um, that weird. It was really thoughtful. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I 
No, I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry. That's so, going to be your next birthday, actually, this um, year. 25 is coming up, so <laughs> too bad we don't have too many friends. Yeah. Anyway, be our friends. Be leave us triangle. reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. We'll see you next week.